What am I willing to do to go get it? I push things aside just to go get it. I know my role and I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. Welcome back to the Y Network, where we interview every job occupation, A through Z, from the trash man to the CEO, and ask them why and how they started their profession so that you can find your dream job, too. I'm your host, Kojo Thompson, and today I have a very special guest with us. It is to Shane Johnson. Now, when he was younger, he died three times after a terrible motorcycle accident in California and overcame two years of being homeless in North Carolina. Now, Tashane is a father, a Marine Corps veteran, world record holder, Amazon bestselling author, speaker, athlete, and much, much more. He's now training to break the world record for the most push-ups in 12 hours and has to share, has a lot to share with us today. So, Tashane, shall I proceed? Yes, indeed. Let's go now. Tashane, how are you feeling today? Yeah, I'm super fantastic and only getting better. How about yourself? I'm doing excellently, of course. And uh, just saying, I'm really interested in, uh, you know, your story, what you do. Um, and because, I mean, it just seems interesting to me. Um, and I think to anybody out there listening, you know, your path and uh, how, how you got this far. So, you know, like what I mean, uh, you are you still doing the uh, like trying to train for the push up thing or is that uh, put to the side? No, no, it's still part of the the everyday platform. Um, I actually work with a group called Future Fit uh, out of San Francisco, where we have a an online trainer that we're working together um, as far as like you know connecting the workouts and what we need to do in order to to obtain the goal of breaking the world record, which is nineteen thousand over nineteen thousand in the course of twelve hours, and it hasn't been broken since nineteen eighty nine. Holy cow! Okay, so how do you even break that down? Like, do you have to do a, a certain amount per minute? Um, to like to get on be on pace to break the record. Yeah, think of it like at least at least thirty push-ups, anywhere between twenty-six to thirty push-ups every minute for a course of twelve hours straight. Wow. Okay. You know what? You see, if I didn't work out every day, that sounds crazy to me. But me personally, I do. So it's just like I see where you're going for, it, and that's that's incredible. You know, your story sounds like a lot like um I just finished a book called um and it just came out too, um. He was a Marine Corps vet as well. Oh my goodness, what was his? Uh, what was the name of the book? It was like you can't, you can't something. Oh, you're talking about the Navy SEAL. You can't hurt me. You can't David, hurt me. There yeah, you go. David, I just David finished Goggins, that. I think yeah. like last month or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and that that one was really good. He, uh, I think he has like the pull up record. He does. Yeah, he broke that a few years ago. I want to say. Yeah, yeah. So and again, you're uh, when I was reading through your your um you know your bio, it just reminded me a lot of him. I was like, man, I got to get this guy on the show, man. See what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we—you never want to tell a, a a marine that they're a lot like a Navy SEAL. So. Oh, uh, oh man, they, I'm sorry. Yeah. I just crossed the line, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. All right, hey, Tashane, let's go ahead and roll right up into this interview. I'm real excited. So, why did you? I don't even know what to title you, but I'm just gonna ask you why you started doing it. Well, which one? Because <laughs> there's a lot. Exactly. Like, I, this is that's just going to be the wild card of the day. So, like, I just really want you to get into, you know, like your story and like what made you. I mean, because you've accomplished a lot over, you know, I mean, you're a world record holder. You went through the Marine Corps and you started from, you know, such so so humbly. Um, so I really want to know, like, what what it was like to, you know, I just I just want to know you. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I. I I think everybody has a has a story that's unique to themselves and and 
yeah, I think it's all in how you tell it, what you do or how you overcome it. I mean, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty textbook as far as where I came from and what I did, you know, started in a small town in central Florida area. Well, let's say Gulf Coast area, Arcadia town, uh, you know, Cowtown, Grove, uh, not too many options, uh, you know, of getting out. And uh, Marine Corps was a was a great opportunity for me. I always wanted to be a Marine, wanted to have the opportunity to be the best, uh, wouldn't pick any other branch. So I decided to join the Marines and uh, have the opportunity to earn the titles of uh, being the United States Marine. And, and it worked out. You know, I was very fortunate. I graduated top of my class and was promoted pretty fast throughout um, throughout that time and up until I got to the fleet. And um, and had a, a relatively successful career in the Marine Corps, you know, serving in in Third Battalion, Fourth Marines in the Infantry Division, and then transferring over to First Recon Battalion over in Camp Pendleton area. And uh, of course, that was 98 to 2002, so during 9/11. And uh, so it was just a, a crazy, chaotic time. And then, in addition to that, as you mentioned in the beginning portion of the podcast, um, I I went through my experience of my motorcycle accident where I was uh, beaten and robbed and left for dead. Um, and died three times and, and fought past that. And then, um, and then just, a just a whole world whirlwind of stuff from getting out of the Marine Corps to falling into finance and mortgage industry and building some relatively successful companies and then losing it all and then building it back up and losing it all and building it back up and writing books and then breaking records and running across the country and, and just doing just any and everything I could to try to chase that high, I guess, of, uh, accomplishment. I love it. I love it. I love it. And uh, uh, man, so let me let me I just want to know, you know, I don't even think that there's a point of this question, actually, because you, your process is so, you know, like it's just so long. But what do you think is like the first what, what do you think is like the first time you were like, I really love the the high you were talking about of um, what I do and I'm going to keep chasing it? Um, well, I think the only time you can really tr- truly appreciate it high is being at a, a an all time low. Um, you know, it, it's one of those things where you know I believe a lot like that book you read with David Goggins. I mean, pain is is the biggest teacher and best lesson to learn going through life. I mean, you know, once you've truly been through adversity, I think only then can you truly appreciate the good things and the sweetness in life. Until then, you kind of take it for granted uh, because you never truly earned it. You know, so f- for me, I was very fortunate. You know, the Marine Corps does a great job of setting that foundation to be able to accomplish something and become a Marine is a, is in a massive high, um, and then trying to chase that that accomplishment at such a young age throughout the rest of your careers. I think why a lot of military probably has some type of transition issue, not necessarily because it's difficult. It's just because it's just, you know, it's low speed, low drag. It's just not as fast as we like it and the accomplishment is not there. So, you know, for me, that was kind of my first real touch of I can accomplish and be anything. And then from there, just, um, you just got to find bigger, better, faster, stronger things. I love it. I love it. I love it. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm interested in, you know, um, we were talking about the lows and whatnot, but you think you had any like childhood hobbies or habits that you think matriculated into who you became today? Well, absolutely. I mean, I, I grew up in the country. So, I mean, every day when you're out there, you're either doing something. You know, my father was a single dad, so we struggled, didn't have a lot of income. So, you know, all the things that I did between hunting and fishing and playing a part and, and work each and every day was a, a massive foundation in, in what uh, what I feel is, you know, successful today. So it just played a, played a huge role in that. It definitely played a huge role in my military career. And then, um, you know, in business, it became an even bigger asset. And more importantly, to be able to relate to people, have a conversation with people on certain levels. I think when you're in you're in the finance world, the people that generally in that world don't have the ability to have a a down to level conversation with the consumer because they're sitting at a, a higher position all the time and their conversations are different. So for me. 
you know, grew up in that environment. I can talk to anybody from a CEO to a billionaire to someone's got five dollars in their pocket, you know, or homeless. I mean, I've been through just about every single one of them, except except the billionaire part. But um, <laughs> you know, but for the most part, I mean, it, it does give you the ability to be able to um, conversate and connect with people that generally most people can't do. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, again, this in the introduction, I said uh, from the trash man to the CEO, and we really meet it on this podcast. So I love it. Um, now, what is what is it? I mean, for somebody such as yourself, I know it's probably you're you're probably not going to give me um uh you know a solid answer, but like, what is an average day like for you? Let's just say right now, just because um you know uh that's just what we're going to go with. Uh, that's a good question. So we're, we're, you know, right now we're in the process of building a very young company. Um, and we're in a, a, a very chaotic time in, in the mortgage industry. So, you know, our days right now are, I don't know, maybe 18, 19 hour days, depending on when we start and when we finish seven days a week. Um, you know, trying to build a, a company from nothing with new employees and new growth during one of the most chaotic times in the industry uh, since the last 10 years, and if not within the last 50 years. So, um, you know, we first and foremost, I mean, my daughter always comes first. So, you know, if in the morning uh, I up and you know, always say good morning with her, if we get time to make the breakfast, we'll make breakfast in the morning. Then we get out there and go slay dragons throughout the day. And then when we wrap up, we get home and, and, and priority goes back to her, you know, in the evenings and we spend that time together and enjoy that time. But for the most part throughout the day, you're just uh, out there you know, breaking necks and cashing checks, just doing whatever you can to make your business grow and inspire your people and, and let the consumer know that they're important. Very nice. Very nice. And what do you enjoy the most about what you do? Um, our platform does a lot with the veteran community. So um, all day, every day, I, I'm working with veterans that I've hired in addition to talking to them. So it's kind of a cheat, you know, a cheat code to it all. It allows me the flexibility to be myself um, and act myself with a group of people who speak a certain language that the general public doesn't. So it really gives me a great opportunity to connect with them and then truly help them. Um, by offering a phenomenal product that exists at a at a great price that you know is advantageous for them, so that's that's what I love about it. I love it, and of course, the back end of the question is, what do you enjoy the least? Mm, that's a good question. I, I don't know if it's necessarily anything that I enjoy the least. Um, you know, I. I I kind of like all aspects of it. I mean, I think anything time is what we're all trying to purchase, you know, so we're all, we're all working hard to purchase time, you know, later on. But um, I'd have to say if I had just to answer that question specifically, just the the amount of time that I do not get to spend with my daughter currently, because up until that point, you know, we had a tremendous amount of time together. So um, that'd probably be the answer to that one. I love it. I love it. And uh, this right here is my favorite question, hands down. Uh, do you think that grades mattered in school for the success that you have in your career today? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think that question is a one size fits all. You know, I don't think it's a direct correlation to anything, you know, whether you get good grades or bad grades. I think life is is not something that you did 10 years ago is an impact of now. I think it's a constantly evolving platform. I mean, I could have gotten great grades and then met the wrong people in college or the Marine Corps and went a completely different direction. I think, you know, for the sake of, of a listeners, I think it's important to always excel at anything that you do. I mean, if you're going to do something, you might as well be the best at it. Otherwise, what's the point? You know, so if you're going to go to school, you bust your butt, you go to school, you get the best grades possible. Um, I don't think everybody also, it, you know, learns things the same way. There's a difference between IQ and EQ. So some people are just great at taking tests and some people are a little bit more creative. I mean, you know, I accept at Future Business Leaders of America a lot better than I did doing algebra, but I ended up in finance where I do percentages and numbers all day long, where I hated math and didn't go to college. So, you know, I think it's just a different way of learning. You know, money was a great uh, incentive for me, and I know how to add, um, and that's a good one. 
um, don't really care for the for the, the for the uh, subtract part, but I do love the add part. Yep. Um, you know, so once I started to kind of understand that concept and it was put into a perspective that allowed me to relate a little better and enjoy it a little more and saw the tangible benefits of it, then, you know, then my knowledge was better. So but for the sake of answering the question again, you know, I, I think uh, doing anything at your best matters, whether it be grades or you know, working out or, or friendships or partnerships or parenting or whatever it is, it should always matter and it should be important to be the best at it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, now this, this next question right here, I really, uh, I think you've touched on it a little bit, but I'm going to really break it down so that, you know, we can just re you know, circle back on it. Uh, what do you feel that your impact is? And when I say impact, I mean, like, what are you devoted to? What's your devotion well, I mean, it, being a great father, I mean, I could care less about anything else, no amount of money in the world. I mean, I've, I have an unfair advantage over most people. I mean, I've died. So I've, I've shared the experience with God. I know what it's like to, at the end. So I truly appreciate the pleasures that uh, living and, and what you have in front of you um, offer. So, you know, I mean, at, at the end of each day, everything I do is, is to hope that she becomes, a, a, you know, a better person and grows up to have a good, strong community around here and good leadership capabilities. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it, I mean, everything else is irrelevant. It's all about it's all about my daughter. I love it. I love that answer right here. And you've given great, great advice and great, great um, answers to every single one of these questions. But we are winding down to that last one. So if there's just one, just one piece of advice that you give somebody out there listening who wants to be in the big shoes that you have, you know, filled and walking around in, what would it be? I, I just outwork everybody. I, I, you know, I was just having a conversation with one of my employees this morning and who's also a Marine and, you know, he's a little, my senior, you know, he's been around a little bit. He's worked for some very big companies, um, had quite a bit of success. And we were having a discussion about how is it that at 70 years old, you can outwork 90% of the people in the room. And it was just, you know, talking about our humble beginnings and where, and where we come from and, and that we know what it's like to lose. Um, we know what it's like that, you know, loss is, is very painful. Um, and then when you, when you, you know, of all the companies I've worked with and became an executive leadership coach, for or speak to or talk to or anything i've always noticed the hardest work in the room is always the most successful i mean it's just it's pure numbers just do the work put in the effort and make it happen don't don't overthink it don't try to you know look for any excuses just get in put your time in push grind and keep moving forward no matter how tough it gets i love it i love it shane to shane you gave an excellent 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 interview i could not have asked for a better one now is, is there any way that my audience can reach yours whether you know it's a website uh, social media book like if you got anything please shout it out right now so i can leave it in the link in the description below yes sir absolutely so all social media channels across the board are at t shane johnson and our website is www.tshaneinspires.com i love it i love it and please go check to shane out he is an excellent 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 person he does excellent things and i guarantee you that you will not be disappointed uh, with any anything related to him. So to Shane, thank you once again for an excellent interview. Uh, now, folks, there are three types of work, a job, a career and a calling. Most people have a job. You're lucky if you find your career, but you are truly, truly blessed if you find your calling. And I really hope that me and to Shane helped you find it here today. That is a wrap. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to leave a review so that someone else can discover it, too. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at YI Network for episode updates, weekly takeaways, quotes of the week, and much, much more. And if you or somebody else you know is passionate about their job and would like to share their story, email us at whyimpassionate at gmail.com. Again, whyimpassionate at gmail.com. 
Talk to you soon, folks. And I play my position. You talking too much. Please learn how to listen. I never give up. I'm not quitting. I'm persistent. I'm willing to go the distance. I feel like I'm up on